Welcome to the She Who Wins podcast. I'm your host, Renee Bauer. I'm an attorney, entrepreneur, author, speaker, and investor. This is the place where we dive into all of the things that matter to you, and most importantly, uncover what's holding you back from realizing your dreams. Because she who moves forward fiercely is she who wins. Hey everyone, I am here today with a really special guest and I can't wait to have this conversation. So let me get right to it and introduce you to her. She is the founder of Future You Project and an inspirational keynote speaker who's been featured on ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox. So she's a big deal. Her name <laughs> is Jen Zawatsky, also known as Gen Z, but Gen Z with a J, not a G. Right. <laughs> and she's creating a powerful ripple of personal and professional empowerment across the globe. Her keynotes, workshops, unique gift experiences, and own personal stories story have transformed countless lives and businesses. So today we're going to be talking all about joy in the midst of chaos, happiness, gratefulness, and all of the things. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. So let's first start with like, how did you, how did you start making this be your life work? Cause most people don't start here and say, this is what I'm going to do. But at some point they transition into it. And we have like this moment where it's like, Oh, I realize like, this is what I want to do. So what's your story? Yeah. hundred percent. It was a complete accidental stumble upon entrepreneurship for sure. I was actually, you know, very much so climbing the corporate ladder when, um, you know, unexpectedly, my husband and I basically decided to end our marriage. And it was at a time when I was, I was just promoted into a new position in my job that was going to catapult my career. And we had just moved states for this job opportunity. And suddenly I found myself not knowing, you know, where I was going to live. And my son was only three at the time. And like I said, I had just started my new job and, um, you know, a, a huge promotion that I had just received that was actually going to, um, prepare me to take over for the company as general manager. So anyway, it was a very difficult time in my life as divorce is for everyone. And I really had, I went through a lot of uh, difficulty just trying to figure out who was I when I wasn't a wife, when I wasn't a mom, you know, because we had split custody and we still do. And so in those, in those moments when I was all alone, all of a sudden, I did not know what to do with myself. I did not know what to do with that space. And I remember I would just sit and stare at my living room wall and just be like, who am I? Like, what am I supposed to do now? And I looked into in the mirror probably for the first time in 10 years. And I was 70 pounds overweight. I couldn't even run with my son more than 30 seconds at the time because I was so unfit and unhealthy Mm -hmm. and unhappy. And it just all, it happened over time. And I didn't even see it. Until one day I had to really look at myself in the mirror and go, what do I do now? Kind of thing. And so what happened was the most amazing thing ever. I started receiving these anonymous packages in the mail. And the first one was some chocolates and some flowers. And it came with a note. It was about three weeks after my divorce. I'm just settling into my new apartment. And it's some flowers and some chocolates and a letter. And the letter said, hey, girl, I know you're going through a really hard time right now, but I just want you to know, like, there's a light at the end of this tunnel. You are so much stronger than you're giving yourself credit for. Hang on to hope. The future is bright. I love you. Future Jen. And I was like, who on earth? That's crazy. 
ever. So imagine my surprise when next week, one week later, another gift and letter comes. No way. This time it's like this really big uh, wine glass with my name, Gen Z, engraved in it. And it said, hey, girl, I know it's been a tough week. Fill her up. (laughs) Relax. Everything's going to be okay. I'll come back to check in on you soon. Future Jen. So, girl, this happened for five weeks in a row. I, I mean, was, were you freaked out? I mean, I like, who like, is this? <laughs> of course, I was calling everybody, right? Like, was it you? Was it you? What is this? And I'm posting it all over social media. And so it happened for five weeks in a row. Every week, I got a different gift and letter of encouragement from my future self. And each time future Jen would come, she would say something inspiring, like, go do something today that brings you joy, Right. And what happened was over time, I started to believe future Jen. I started to believe that, hey, wait a minute, my future is going to be amazing. So what do I need to do to make sure that that happens, to make sure that I get there? And obviously, joy was a big piece of that. Like, I didn't even know what made me happy. I had no idea what my hobbies were or anything like that. So this whole process really inspired me to get very intentional about how I was living my life Mm -hmm. and who I wanted to be because I wanted to be this future Jen, right? So then, and we'll get into this, but I completely transformed every aspect of my life over the next 12 months, like literally, and catapulted into that further promotion into general manager. And almost a year to the date after receiving that fifth gift, I'm moving into my corner office in Miami and this guy knocks on my office door, delivery man, and he walks in with a bonsai tree and he puts the bonsai tree down on my desk and the note on the bonsai tree says, I told you so. (gasps) Oh my God. Okay. Wait a second. Who sent them? Do you know? So that was the day I discovered. So in the box with the bonsai tree, there was a packing slip and I don't think it was supposed to be there. And I swear to you, if it wasn't, this girl would still be denying it was her, but it was my girlfriend, Christy from Canada. And I immediately picked up the phone and I was like, girl, you know what you did for me? It, it saved my life. It changed my life. And we need to share this with the world. Like this needs to happen. So here I am. I'm thinking, I just went through this major transformation journey. Little did I know it was actually just getting started because the career I had worked the last 20 years to get to the position I was in was ending because I knew I had to put my whole life into building this business and that I, I, this whole future you concept, not just the gifts, like the gifts and the letters that she gave me, but everything that it inspired me to do and the resources and the tools and the peoples and, and, and the, and all of it needed to be shared because when you nourish yourself and you tap into joy and all of those things, you you are so miraculous. You can do things you can't even imagine, mm. right? And it and your and it can turn on your light. And when you can turn on your light, then you can light others and it's like just it's an amazing thing. So anyway, I've dedicated my whole life to it and it, that's how that happened. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. What a hell of a friend. Right? That's that's awesome. I know. I know. So is the future you project, is that, is it a service that you can send, you can do that for other people? Yeah. So what we did is I went home that night and I sat, I remember I sat at my kitchen table and I was like possessed and I was writing down like all of the times in a person's life when they could use some encouragement from their future yeah. self. Right. And I thought about, I had a girlfriend at the time who's uh, battling breast cancer. 
Mm. And I thought, wow, wouldn't that be amazing to hear some words of encouragement, like fight on, you got this kind of thing from your future self. I thought about, I struggled for three years uh, with infertility and that was a really difficult time for me. And I thought, gosh, you know, imagine if your future self comes back and says, hold on to hope, even miracles take a little time, you know, whatever. And then uh, loss of pets and loss of loved ones. And then I thought too about all of the times in a person's life when we need to celebrate one another, right? Like that promotion that I had or just, Mm. you know, graduation, things like that, because I don't think we do enough time, like spend enough time just appreciating the moment and how far we've come sometimes. That we don't just stop and look around and go, wow, you know, and pat our friends on the back and say, wow, you're amazing. Like, just take that in for a second. So anyway, before you you knew it, we had 30 themes that we then started curating these gift boxes for. um, And each one comes with a personalized letter from the recipient's self. So we've got two programs. One is a one-time delivery gift box. So for example, say it's a bridal shower and you want to send something to future misses right? From future mm-hmm. misses. Then that's like kind of one-time delivery thing. Or you like new moms, you're so tired when you first yeah. become a mom. So we've got like this really cute tired as a mom box and it comes with a mug and some coffee soaps and stuff. But then some things like battling breast cancer or divorce or harder things, we do the five week, which mirrors exactly what Christy did for me. So that's how it started. And then I started getting calls from people like, can you come do a keynote? Can you come speak to our organization, you know, about what happened? It's such an inspiring story because I really dive then into like the six key areas of life and how I got intentional in those six key areas. And so I do whole workshops on that now too, um, which is really fun. So it's really just kind of over time grown from gifts to experiences and everything in between. (laughs) Ah, that is incredible. How's the business doing? I would imagine it would be thriving. Yeah. So it was an interesting, it's been an interesting journey because for the first 18 months, I stayed in my corporate job as Mm -hmm. I was building this out. Right. And then um, when we launched to friends and family, it was the, it was just the end of 2019. And then we did a soft launch at the beginning of 2020, just to kind of see, you know, proof of concept and just all that kind of stuff. And I started getting more media coverage. Well, then the pandemic hits and suddenly the whole world is in transition and Mm -hmm. needs this. And the media really picked it up. And so it started to get a lot of um, exposure from that, which was great. And then that's actually how the whole keynote program started. You know, we started virtually with that. Um, And so it's been an amazing journey. And then I had to, you know, eventually make the decision, okay, I have to go all in. Um, because the business requires it, you know, but we're still young. Like we're two and a half years young, you know? So there's a lot. Yeah. And that's so like, we didn't hop on this call to talk about business and strategy and entrepreneurship, but (laughs) but we're going down this path for a second. It's just like that, that making that decision to go all in and walk. I mean, it is, it is so hard to like really lean into that risk, but it's like when you do that, you just create so much space for all of the possibilities and opportunities ahead of you that aren't possible when you're so busy trying to juggle. So I yeah. think that's so cool and so brave that you went all in. Thank you. And you know what I will tell you, though, like my my story of overcoming adversity and turning pain into purpose and all of those things that happened along the way, I believe built that bravery muscle in order yeah. to do it. Because, you know, as someone, you know, I'm 44 years old, I'm a single mom, I have a lot of responsibilities. And I, like I said, I spent my entire career 
climbing that ladder. It was petrifying to do it. But what I learned in my own personal journey was that the hardest things are the most rewarding. And that when you can push yourself through it, there's so much greatness on the other side. So I remind myself of that daily because I'm still very much in that, like, what did I do? Like, did I do the right yeah. thing? And I know I did in my heart, but like, it's hard. But the it's hardest so hard. things are the best things. I, you know, I always say to myself, if I'm not uncomfortable, then I'm not doing something right. So it's yes. like, there's more. If I'm so comfortable, then I'm not pushing myself. So it's like that, that thing that terrifies me is like, yeah. I know it's what I have to go for because it's the next step you know, yes. and, but it is, yeah. it, it is a muscle. You're right. It takes practice and like doing it and failing and falling on your face and yeah. like making all the mistakes in order to keep pushing through it. And I think that that's like what people don't understand is like failing and taking risks and falling is okay. Like there's so much oh, growth in that because it so keeps many lessons in the failure. Yeah. Yeah. This message is for the dreamers, doers, and goal getters out there. The She Who Wins Summit, a live event experience, is coming to Connecticut on April 28th and 29th, 2023. It's time to supercharge your soul so you can show up even more powerfully in your life, in your relationships, and in your business and career. Learn more at shewhowins.com. So we're going to talk about joy and happiness too, yeah. um, okay. because I you have you claim that there's a difference between joy and happiness. And when I read that, I'm like, what is she talking about? So enlighten us. Yeah. So what I realized was, you know, when when Future Gen came to me and said, you know, do something today that brings you joy, um, I realized that there is a I, when I started to explore that, and I'll kind of talk through how I did that throughout that process, what I learned was that there is, um, there are moments of happiness, but Mm -hmm. joy is an inward journey, right? And joy is, is, you know, they say happiness is a choice. And I know that that can be, you know, we can talk about that for hours, but truly what it is, is it's saying that you're so comfortable within your own skin. And you're so um, aware of who you are and the magnificence within you that nothing scares you, nothing can get in your way, that you're in a constant state of joy versus grabbing at these moments of happiness, you know, Mm. like, and you're not relying on somebody else either, or some circumstance or some material item to bring you that happiness. Like it can be really exciting to get a new car or to have this extravagant house, you know, and all of these things that can bring you moments of happiness, but true joy is an inward journey. You know, I love that. Um, so for me, but for me, my jo- my journey to joy started with um, figuring out what made me happy, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and learning that it wasn't stuff first and foremost, right? Mm. But uh, what I started doing, and I highly, highly recommend if if anyone right now is not um, feeling joyous and comfortable and feels like maybe there's something more into their life, um, I started. I got a little pocketbook. This is what I did. And I said, okay, every time something happens that makes me smile or makes me feel good, I'm going to write it down. And then I would review it every night. And I would promise myself that whatever was on those pages, I would do more of that tomorrow. 
And so oh, it started with um, like, so literally the next day I bring this pocketbook to work and a guy starts uh, dancing with me in the lunchroom. There was some salsa music on and he grabbed me and we start dancing and I'm like giggling. And I was like, Oh, okay. I just had a moment of joy, write it down. Um, yeah. And then I went home that night and I researched and I found a um, dance instructor who came to my house every Monday night for a year to teach me how to salsa dance in my kitchen. And I wanted to learn in my kitchen because the kitchen is where I had the like breakdown moment after the divorce, you know, fetal position crying <laughs> situation. And so, um, yeah, so he did that. And I had so much fun doing that. And then like a week later, I was at brunch with a girlfriend and she was telling me how she signed up for this Spartan race. And I had no idea mm. at the time what that was. So I said, you know, what is Spartan? And she said, well, it's this amazing thing where you run for a little bit and then you stop and you do these crazy obstacles. And I was like, well, I hate running, but I love overcoming obstacles and I, yeah. and I need to get fit, you know? So I, I went home that night and I searched Spartan and I signed up for a Spartan race and trained and lost 70 pounds. And, and that was one of the most incredible experiences in my life. And as I started to do that, I started to gain confidence. I started to look at my morning routine. I started to meditate. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I just started to make these choices that helped me become more connected with, with myself and more confident within myself. And then joy became something that was within me, not external, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Oh, it totally makes sense. I love it. Which which uh, Spartan length did you do? Because I was doing them for a while too. Did you oh ever get God. to well, so I the beast? Started with the the sprint, you know. But yeah. I did it in Asheville, North Carolina. They're amazing. I'm actually yeah, doing one. There's one in Boca where I live in April, and I'm so excited because my son and I are now going to do it together. He just turned eight. Oh, um, so it's something that I want us to start to do together. You yeah. Know? So you, you've done them too, hey? I've done them. And I, for a while I was doing them and we were signed up for one when COVID hit and then everything got shut down and I haven't done one since, but one of them I did and it was on a farm and I ended up with the worst rash from months after that. And it was like, they had said that it was because, I mean, you were rolling around in like farm not good stuff and like crawling for everyone who's listening like you're crawling under like barbed wire you're crawling yeah. over things under things through things and and um under the mud in yeah. the mud the mud in places that you didn't know yeah. like you even yeah. had um yeah. so fun and so much challenging though but where did you over. do it i did it i've done it in new york and i've done it in mass oh nice yeah. No, for yeah. me, I've never done anything like that. It, I was, it was so intimidating to me. I flew by myself to Asheville yeah. and I remember getting there and just seeing the crowds of people and not knowing where to go. And everyone was so nice. And then, know. you know, when they do the, Aru, 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 yeah. thing, the, you know, I, you know, I was just the craziest thing I've ever done. And I, and, and the best thing I've ever done. And it really, really changed my life because then I, that's mm. when I started to really understand the difference between, you know, what it feels like to be healthy. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know? Um, I know you yeah, just yeah. inspired me to sign up for another one. Yeah, so, I was, but I would but, say we stopped during Spartan or sorry, during the pandemic, yeah. I, you know, obviously like we all did. So, so exactly. what's your take on, um, flipping back to like the perspective of happiness and joy. There's so much chaos in the world right now. We put on mm -hmm. the news, there's constant, um, divisiveness. There's constant, like, I mean, there's so you go, you scroll through Facebook and you can't help, but see like the bickering between people. Yeah. How do you tune all of that out? Do you tune all of it out? Yeah. Is it responsible to mute all of 
that those conversations in order to tap into your joy? Like, how do you how do you balance all of that? Yeah, great question. So for me personally, I think that you it's wise to monitor how much intake of all of that stuff you just mentioned you take in. I think, of course, you need to educate yourself with what's going on in the world, but there's so much negativity, particularly in the media. I don't partake in it. I just don't. So I will update myself maybe an hour a week. I'll read up on stuff and just make sure I know kind of what's going on in the world, but it does affect me and I feel it immediately. And then I usually will make sure that I will, I take in that information at a time when I know that directly afterwards, I'm going to go on a nature walk or I'm going to do something that kind of clears it again, because otherwise I'm stuck with that anxiety all day. And that's just with doing it one hour a week. Can you imagine if you watch the news every night? Oh, I I know. Yeah. And my, my husband will, will put the news on and he's a news junkie. And when he puts it on, I like, that's usually when I pick up a book and tune it out. I'm like, cause I can't listen to that. And he, he no. loves it. He wants to like, take it all in and he'll have any educated conversation with anyone about whatever side, but I'm like, yeah. I can't, it gets me like all feisty, gets me riled up. And, yeah. um, it kind of keeps me stuck there. If I, if I sit in it too long. Yeah, I agree with you. And I would say that that most people are that way. And for a lot of yeah. people, it's an addiction. And obviously, you know, they they are transforming, like they're transmitting this information in a way that they know is in, you know, these sound bites that are going to grab your attention. And they know that this is going to yeah. trigger some kind of an emotion mm-hmm. and reaction. I mean, all the, we know that this is strategically done to watch it again. And, and there is an addiction part of it. But it is mentally dangerous, in my opinion, to take in too much of it. So if you're the type of person that can take it in and not allow it to affect your mental state or your relationships, you know, or your overall health and happiness, great. But for most of us, that's it's hard to do. So you need to it's just like anything else. Everything in life comes down to balance. This is not difficult. Right. Like I think we tend to overcomplicate things. I think that we tend to allow our our intelligence to get in our own way sometimes because sometimes the most profound answers are the simple things. It's like, you know, if you're not feeling well, get more sleep, drink some water, exercise, move your body. These are not difficult things, but we think it has to be some kind of massive big plan. So it's just detox from it a little bit. I just, I don't, I I really don't believe. And with social media, I think one of the biggest dangers of social media is comparison, which is the thief of all joy, right? Mm -hmm. And we're only seeing a little snippet of what's actually happening in somebody's life, life, you know, and, um, and we're not supposed to be compared to anybody else because we have, we are supposed to have our own unique story journey and lessons to learn. Like it's not about what someone else is doing. Who cares? You know? I I just saw that yesterday. I was out to dinner and there was a woman there who was on a date and she looked like she had to have been early 20s, not more than 22, 23. And you could see that like her lips were puffed up. So she knew she had injections and it was like, and it broke my heart a little bit. I'm like, cause why, like why, when you're that young, do you think that that's something that you have to do in order to make yourself attractive? And all, you know, and it goes to what you're saying that comparison because you scroll and that's what you see. 
And that's the look that, you know, these 20 year olds young are, are getting because that's, you know, that's what's being put out there and they're comparing yeah. themselves and, you yeah. know, that lack of worthiness. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. So there's definitely, um, I think there's a problem today. You know, social media yeah. is great in a way. It connected us. It connected so many amazing people that I have in my circle. Yes. But then there's this also like, if you don't filter it the right way, then you're constantly comparing yourself to what you think someone else has, which we all know that's only like the highlights of it and not. Exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. And it's, um, I, you know, my wish is that everybody, if we're going to do this, can we get just a little bit more real about it? Yeah. You know? And so there's, but I also think you have choices in who you follow yeah. as well. You know, that was a big lesson for me when I went through that whole transformation stage. I did a massive clear, clear out yeah. of anyone who I felt was negative that was, you know, that I didn't have anything in common with or wasn't in an alignment with my values. They were gone. Yeah. And then who I decided to follow was, you know, who do I want to know, like how their children are doing? You know, I, I spent over 10 years traveling the world on cruise ships. So I know people all over the world. And for me, it is a great way to stay connected. It's the only way to stay connected. Yeah. But then I, I, I just got far more selective about who I was following. And then in terms of influencers, I follow now yoga gurus and like, people yeah. that, you know, <laughs> that are positive and have a good message and are authentic yeah. in how they're communicating. Um, and I think if you don't do that, then you're, you really are going to, especially at a young age, I can't imagine being young right, right now and entering, you know, right. my teens with social media. I wish we could just shut it down for that. But yeah. I know. Do you think that there's some something such as toxic positivity and it's a problem? Ooh, good question. I don't. I actually hmm. don't. Because I think that um, I, unless it's not authentic, inauthentic positivity, yes, is a problem. Too much positivity, not if it's authentic, not if it's coming from a heart-centered place. You know, look at how much positivity we need out there to negate the negative stuff that we're hearing all day long, right? Like yeah. it's got to happen. Otherwise there's going to be a massive imbalance. Right. Um, but I think it's, if you're pretending that everything's okay when it's not, and you're, you know, then I think that that's an issue. What's your take on that? I'm curious. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, my feelings are aligned with yours. I think that, you know, I, I think that the message that, oh, just pull your pull your big girl pants up and kind of muscle through it. I think there's times when you just have to be and you have to sit in the grief and you have to feel all the feelings and you don't have to show up and be positive, you know, and it's. Yes. Being, and, and I think that's exactly what you're saying in about being authentic where you are. Yeah, um, exactly. But I also think that at some point you do have to pull yourself up and say, okay, now I've been sitting in this for a really long time. Yeah. Now what's the next thing that I can do? What's the next positive thing? So I don't remain stuck in this, in this space. 100%. I just literally had a, a conversation with my son about this yesterday. My son is going through a stage right now. Like I said, he's eight years old, but he's going through a phase very recently 
where he is starting to see the negative in everything instead of the positive, right? Like we could go on a three hour play date with his friends and have the most amazing time and play basketball and do all these incredible things. And he's focused on the fact that we had to go home for dinner and that sucks. And yeah. you know, all these things, <laughs> he doesn't have any choices, all of these things. So we had a, a, a huge conversation about choices and what that actually means. And he actually has a choice to decide whether he wants to look at the negative yeah. or the positive. Yeah. But, but then, you know, when things are, and you do authentically, like, and there is a reason to have a bad day, like something happened at school yeah. yesterday that, yeah, it was a bad day for my son at school, but and that's okay. Feel your feelings. Yeah. You know, that is okay. Just be careful not to stay there too long. Yeah. That's all, you know, just be aware. Okay. I'm allowed to feel this way. I have every right. I want some sympathy right now mm-hmm. from the people that I love. I want to be validated. Okay, great. But like, if this is in 48 hours, we're still having the com- same conversation. Yeah. Again, it depends on what the actual situation yes, is. Yes, okay. of course. <laughs> of course. But yeah, yeah, I think that's the thing. Be mindful. Uh, allow yourself to feel all the feelings, but be, be mindful how long you stay there because man, you can allow yourself to stay in a negative space a long time. You sure can. Yeah. I just had that experience a few weeks ago where I had to put uh, my dog down and this was like my buddy. He sat under my desk. He was like, and the grief that I felt from that totally surprised me. I never anticipated to feel the the feelings that I had. Mm -hmm. And I had like four days that I was useless. Like all I did was cry. I'm like, what the heck is going on? And then it got to like the fifth day and I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right, you know what? You did what you had to do. Now it's time to get dressed, to go out and face the world and like get back to life, which actually made me feel a whole lot better about yeah, the whole exactly. thing. Yeah. Um, but it was like the, I had to consciously make the choice that, all right, I allowed myself to feel it and I wanted to feel it. And, you know, don't tell me to be productive those four days. Like I really wanted to just be miserable yeah. and then making the decision. Okay. Now it's, now it's, yeah. now it's enough. Now yeah. it's time to move on. Exactly. Now. You're allowed to do that. And then hopefully, you know, you surround yourself with the types of people that will allow you to feel those things that will yeah. sit with you in the quiet and just allow you to be miserable and feel those feelings. Yeah. With you. And then who will tell you, okay, enough, yeah. you know, if you yeah. can tell yourself, but yeah. It, yeah, it does depend, obviously, on the severity of the yes, situation. Totally. But, um, yeah, it's it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Oh, Jen, it has been such a pleasure chatting with you. How do we connect with you? How do how does someone go and um, order from the Future You project? I absolutely love that business model. So, mm-hmm. like, tell us how do we how we connect with you? Yeah. So um, head over to futureyouproject.com. That's our website. And when you get there on the main menu, there is uh, free gifts. And that is, if you click on that, that's to sign up for our newsletter. And when you click on that, you get three free gifts in three days. And the, the free gifts are beautiful, um, downloadable art prints of inspirational quotes that you can hang in your oh, home or cool. in your office or wherever. So please do that. They're great. Uh, and there's other fun goodies and mixed in there as well. Uh, and then that's where you're going to find on our website, there's the, the five-week gift experiences and there's the one-time only gift bought deliveries. There's self-care subscription boxes. If you want to sign up and send yourself that. some self-love, there's that option as well. Um, that's all at futureyouproject.com. And you'll learn more about our workshops and keynotes there too. You can also email getinspired at futureyouproject.com. And that's where we can start having a conversation about if you have an organization and you want to inspire your teams or do any type of workshops, um, bring us in. We've got a plethora of ideas and concepts that we can share with you that we can do that. 
That's amazing. All of it. I'm, I'm like, what an awesome gift to give when you don't know what to give, yeah. you know, because how often it's like you're racking your brain. Like, what do you what do you do? And, and then this just takes care of it for you. So I'm definitely going to download Thank all you. of that because I think it's just an awesome, awesome business. Thank you so. so much. And you can, by the way, you can choose to be anonymous or you can choose to send a sent with love card. The option is there on the site. So if you want to send it anonymously, what we do is we just say sent by someone who loves you. Would it have had a different impact if you knew who sent it to you those first those first I few weeks? So. I do yeah. believe so. Because I was t- I, you know, I always tell people like, you know, I have an amazing support system. I'm very blessed that way. And my friends and family the whole time they were telling me I was going to be okay. And I just yeah. wasn't believing it. But yeah. when I told myself I was going to be okay. When those words came from me, future Jen, yeah. you know, quote unquote, I, um, it resonated different. It really, really did. And it's there, there's something very powerful. And I always say, you know, words are important. Words matter. Words last forever. I believe, you know, Maya Angelou said, said at one point, you know, she believes that one day we'll be able to measure the power of words and that words are things and they stay in your carpets and in your rugs and on your walls. And mm. it, words really, truly are, uh, make a big impact in your life. So when, when you're getting these messages from your future self, these words last forever. Like I have people that will tell me they, they frame their letters, you know, they keep their letters in their nightstand Amazing. they read them over and over again. It's just the gift that keeps on giving. It really is. And I believe it's the words. Ah, that's the perfect way to end this interview. Thank you so much for all of your words in this past half hour and the impact that I know it will make on my listeners. So thank you so much. Thank you. So nice to meet you. That's a wrap. Please subscribe to the She Who Wins podcast so you'll be the first to know about every new episode that drops. Until next time, and remember, she who moves forward fiercely is... She Who Wins.